Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your AEW Rampage Smackdown Review Show for June 2nd already. Holy cow. We're halfway through the year. We've got so much great wrestling to talk about. We have a new WWE title to talk about and some events that were surrounding said title. We have so much to talk about with tonight's AEW Rampage, which was essentially a battle of everybody else's belts in a way, which I didn't hate tonight. I didn't hate tonight. I have my gripes because sometimes I get a little bit more important ROH stuff on AEW programming than I do on ROH. But what a blast tonight. Guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video to help people find us in the ever-changing YouTube algorithm. Send in those super chats and humper chats if there's anything you want to talk about. You want to talk about some Zack Sabre Jr.? Because I freaking do. I knew You want to talk Shibata doing what he's doing? You want to talk the Usos on As the Smackdown Turns? There is so much happening. Talk to us about it with your super chats and your humper chats. We'll also remind you to go ahead and click, uh, subscribe to Fightful Select because a little bit of CM Punk incoming news happening over there that you might want to check out. There's scoopsies coming all the time. We've got so much great wrestling ahead of us this summer, but we're not here to talk about any of that tonight. We're here to talk about tonight's SmackDown and Rampage post-show. But before we do that, I'm always um, so happy and proud of the fact that uh, Sean gives us a lot of leadway to talk about things that are bigger than wrestling that affect this community sometimes. And I just want to wish everybody a happy pride because I saw a quote that said, oh man, I had such cute like pride white girl makeup too and it didn't work out, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It was like this cute little rainbow thing. It didn't work. We recovered. Um, I saw a quote that said, Pride is important because, essentially said, um, there are still people in this world that think it's better off to not be here than it is to be themselves. And Mm. that about summed it up. And I just always want to reiterate that this is a safe place to hang out. 
Fightful is for everyone. Wrestling is for everyone. Literally. You can hang out here. I talked to all of our hosts at Fightful. They all love you unanimously, it turns out. And we have the best moderator in the game, Luis, all right? Yeah. And if you come in here and are an asshole, he's going to switch holds on you faster than the four seconds that Zack Sabre Jr. does, okay? He's that quick with kicking people out. So happy Pride. Thank you for hanging out with us. We all love you. We're going to talk some wrestling. Let's get into it. We're starting with Rampage tonight because SmackDown had something very fun. It did. It was all the way at the end. And we're going to make you stick around until the end to talk about that new title. But get in those Super Chats and Humper Chats now. Um, Evangelina Gray saying good evening. Happy Pride Month. Savor the Forbidden Door matches. And above all else, use those juicy parts the good Lord gave you. Amen to that. Thank you for the support, Evangelina. What a beautiful name that is. Matt Raquel saying, hi, Kate. Hi, Alex. Can we talk about Death Before Dishonor in Trent, New Jersey? Yeah, we can. My favorite wrestling brand is coming to my state. Very, very excited to hear that. Uh, we got some more love from Kylie, who is so wonderful, and we love her so much, uh, saying that had to be one of the best rampages I've seen in a long time. Yes, it was. Also, happy Pride Month from your favorite by Trans Humper Girl. Let's go. You're the best. We always appreciate your support. You're always, like, so wonderful in here. And we love hanging out with you. So thank you for hanging out here. We start with our triple A mega title. Vikingo beating Drillistico and Commander. Realistico, Vance, and Jungle Hook next week. But let's talk about what we saw tonight because this was a whole bunch of fun. This did feel very much, I keep saying it was like battle of everybody else's belts because there were no AEW belts on here, but we did get a bunch of belts here and we did get a lot of people retaining, but super, super fun wrestling. And what I loved about tonight's show is you get your R-Wage pure match at the end, which is so specific and technical. You get your ZSJ match in the middle there too. Also very specific and technical, but we start with this absolute fantastic car crash of a match that was so much fun. And we also get the incredible Willow Nightingale and Emmy putting on a great match in there as well. So I just loved that in an hour we got so much uh, variety stylistically. I thought that was a, a really fun thing to have with this show, but I, I loved this opener. Car crash is probably the best way I could kind of think to describe it here. But this ends with Drillistico thinking he's got an opening to bring the wounded champion back into the ring. But we got our champ reversing a power bomb with the roll-up for the victory. We're going through tables with 630s. We're jumping off of ropes. This was such a blast. What were your thoughts on our opener? Uh, Car crash. You know, I, I mean, that doesn't even put it into words like... It amazes me that these men and women, but in this instance, men, put themselves in the match that they just did, right? Which I probably would have lasted about 33 seconds and never <laughs> and probably would have retired right there. Uh, Vicino doing that, that uh, 450 splash off the rope as he's Crazy. running outside the ring. That, that right there alone would have ended my entire career in anything that I'm doing. Just not me. Know um, I, I'm I mean, always walking ropes. Just like I think you would have landed on your bangs. I like, they're a very soft place to land these little bangs that I have. 
such a small, soft place to land. But I love the energy of the opener, too. I feel like Super. Rampage is, is great at that. Like, oftentimes it's a high-energy tag match when they're, like, when they're in their flow. You know, when we've had these rescheduled 5.30-whatever Rampages. It's been a little bit wonky. Hasn't been quite hitting the same. But uh, I really, really love when they start off with this, like... Yeah, new ener- this like super energetic thing, especially because the live tapings are so long. Got to keep that crowd locked. And the in San there. Diego crowd did their job again, even though they've been there pretty much all day. So um, yes, that was fun. Did. It was fun, you know. Good job, San Diego crowd, because this was a blast. They also got a hell of a show. But I think it's important to start with the high energy match. Then, as much as I love an ROH pure title match, it's San Diego, live, and you know what that when, means when you've already seen it. it means. A whale's vagina. Um, <laughs> but I do think, like, not everyone is a techers nerd like I am, okay? You're not going to start with your Zack Sabre Jr. match. You're going to have that yeah. in the middle or at the end. Um, and I, I, I just think that's a really smart move to, to wake that crowd back up after long days of tapings. But this was super duper fun. And we moved along. Good stuff happening here. Uh Here's something that I absolutely 100% in no way need on my screen. Aubrey and Karen Jarrett, God bless them both, okay? And I love Aubrey especially. We get one women's match of Dynamite and one women's match of Rampage. I do not need Karen Jarrett and Aubrey setting up an angle instead of having... Another women's match between actual signed talents that do the wrestling part of this. Oh, my God. Is anybody on earth actually asking for this? If they are, I ain't in that tribe. I'm sorry. Not for me. I don't need to see what was Ric Flair's last match angle run out for another two years of my life. This is beyond frustrating. You can't have a women's tag team division, but you can find Aubrey versus Karen. Come on. I'm thinking this plays into a bigger picture, but like... There was no part of me that was like, oh, dope. I'm so glad this is being set up on my television right now. Not for And me. just the fact that we have another Jarrett on television taking up time. I thought to myself, yep. I um, can't wait to see what Kate's going to say about this. Yeah. Free woo out of here is what I say. Okay. <laughs> but that's my take. Look, there's some people that are loving this Jeff Jarrett run. I don't have any nostalgic attachment to him. Um, and I definitely don't have any nostalgic attachment to Karen Jarrett, but there's people that are liking this. This just isn't for me. Like what you like, love what you love, love who you love. We're talking yeah. all the love tonight, but this is not something that I want to see. Are, do you have any interest in this? Does this pop you as like a quick one-off silly nostalgia spot? Or are you in the correct camp? Of no, Friday. you know, la- last week I was like, I was all about, you know, let's play it out. Let's see what's going to happen, you know? Very Bray Wyatty, but today um, I'm all about no. Let's let's not do that. Okay, we can slap each other up and have a little fun, but I just feel like that's where it's headed, unfortunately. So if I were you, put that seatbelt on and brace yourself because, I mean, if it we're about to have an Aubrey Edwards match in 2023, and it's gonna happen with a Jarrett. Well, uh, Aubrey is a trained wrestler, by the way, in case you didn't yes, know. Yes, yes. She, she will be slapping nuts. Slap nuts, if you guys didn't know that. 
I will I will pop four if we get an Aubrey low blow spot to Jeff Jarrett. That will pop me tremendously. <laughs> I will I will not say that I was wrong in my assessment, but it will pop me tremendously if we get that. But we move on to what was match of the night for me because buddy Zack Saber Jr. and Action Andretti was on my television. You said to buckle up about Karen Jarrett. I'm gonna need you guys to buckle up, okay? Because I'm probably about to embark on what I can only assume is a pretentious sounding rant, okay? Oh, and by me saying it's a pretentious sounding rant, I already know. You don't have to like tweet at me about how I sound like I'm on my high horse. I know I'm on my (laughs) high horse about technical wrestling and Zack Saber Jr., okay? You can super chat that I'm pretentious if you want, because I'll take your money and I won't be emotionally affected because I'm telling you, I know that this sounds pretentious when I say this, but I can't tell you how inspired the work of Zack Sabre Jr. is right now. And on how many levels this guy is the best wrestler in the world. When you are an artist of any kind and you master your technique in the way that Zack Sabre Jr. has, and wrestling's an art form, it's the coolest one. It's storytelling, so don't whatever. It really is. I told you this was going to sound pretentious. When you master your technique, singer, actor, wrestler, whatever, there's this thing that happens where it like becomes so ingrained in your identity that it's like always present, but also running in the background. Like you're not Mm. actively thinking about it. You're not thinking about like X, Y, and Z next move. And when you get to that bliss point, Mm -hmm. you're just connected to the story and the work that you're doing in the most organic way possible. And that to me is like what Zack Sabre Jr. is right now. He is not just like the best technical wrestler in the world. He's now giving way to the point where like the stories that he's telling are so successful on a chapter of his career level. Like this New Japan title is his first singles title in New Japan. He's been there for five, six years. It's um, cementing what this belt needs as a brand new belt. It needed to feel like this. 15-minute time limit, super technical matches, great stories with them. He has the story in New Japan right now with Jeff Cobb because Jeff Cobb's the only one that lasted the 15-minute time limit. And even though he didn't lose the title because you have the champion's advantage in that case, he didn't beat Jeff Cobb. So now he has to go beat Jeff Cobb. Like, Mm. this story is sitting right there. It's going to get settled in New Japan Dominion. You can watch it this weekend. And then on the match level... He's creating stories where like there's only these hints of angles or no real angle and you just get to watch it unfold. Like what they set up with Samoa Joe on ROH, go watch it. Um, There was like a hint of an angle and by the end of it, because Samoa Joe's pretty good at this too, there was a whole book written about what's next for them and it all unfolded in the ring and by the way, made their opponents look great in the process. And then tonight with someone like Action Andretti where there is no story, and they operate in very different worlds wrestling-wise, you're getting a move-by-move story told with that. Like, you are seeing, let me wear down the shoulder. Let me, um, like, just let me target things over and over. Let me not let go of your wrist for the first three minutes of this match. When you have me in a fireman's carry, let me lock you in. (laughs) Let me knock your neck in. Because there's just, like, Action Andretti's a little less experienced and not in this world. Zack Sabre Jr. is a technical wizard and the best technical wrestler in the world. It showed up at so many points in this match. 
He is on an all-time run right now. I'm going to call out my favorite things, and then I'll finally throw it over to you because I understand I'm taking up a lot of oxygen with my said pretentious rant. No, by all means. Go ahead. Do it up. Okay. I'll say this, too. JR has not been my favorite on commentary, but him pointing out Zack Sabre Jr. has these, like, Billy Robinson-esque style. Zack Sabre Jr. is faster, but, like, very good comparison. I really liked that. But, man... That standing twisting hammerlock thing that yeah. he did. I've seen the standing twisting neck breaker on ROH and the New Japan too. So nasty. Like I said, the the wearing down the wrist and the shoulder, the the having um Andretti in an arm lock and then hopping up on him to apply more of his weight to make it look even harder. And credit to Andretti too, a lot of really good stuff in here. The reverse Hurricane Rana that he had with the shotgun drop kick, awesome stuff. One-legged moonsault looked great, but ultimately this ends the way you knew it would. Andretti launching himself from the top rope, caught by Saber, him catching people in cravats when they jump off the top rope, or going and meeting them at the top rope and putting in a cobra twist, usually assisted by the top rope. It's the second best thing you can do to a high flyer next to the walkaway spot. It's just, it's art. I love it so much. Yeah. He locks in the forearm that he was reaching for the rope with too, like pulling that back. He's been working over the arm all match, like just such good stuff. JR hints at that Danielson match. Everybody wants it. I'm one of those people, but I am so in on Zack Sabre Jr. for all of the work that I've seen from him recently. My goodness. Inspired stuff. Inspired stuff. What did you think? Are you as big of a mark as me? <laughs> you know what? Um, I can consider myself one. You know, I do. I, I own a couple of his shirts and... Um, I've kind of just, he's one of them that I've actually paid attention to outside of the big, you know, obviously the big two, which is AEW and WWE. Um, I do want to say this, seeing him perform, um, more often now, right? He is so, he's like a Daniel Bryan, right? Style of wrestler. But uh, Daniel's cool, but God, Saber does this so seamlessly and so chill, and all the moves look really smooth that you can't even tell if, oh, did they plan this? Did they, you know, like, how is this supposed to go? Because even Andretti, like, the, Andretti had some offense too and some defense that looked really good, and Saber sold the heck out of it, and it just looks yeah. so great. And so to me, it's just like they're just he's just so damn smooth with it where I was just staring and going, wow, like it's just crazy. Um, and I only say that because a lot of the time um, when you're watching a wrestling match, you kind of tend to see that they're going through the paces on screen and, you know, they're going, you know, through. but I don't see that with him, man. And I and I do hope that, you know. I, I see more of him on television because and, and, and Andretti as well. He's kind of been. You know, I don't I, I got to watch more Ring of Honor. That's what I got to do. Well, they need to figure out who's in Ring of Honor because right. Action Andretti yes. has been on both programs. On He's both. one of those guys yeah. that's kind of floating. I, I really think Collision will help sort a lot of that out. But to your point, like it just looks so effortless. And it's also it does. Like, it's such an important thing, because I think when I first started watching wrestling, I would have been like, I don't get it with this guy. Like this right. is why it's so important, in in my opinion, to watch as many styles of an art form as you can or listen to as many styles of an art form as you can, because I would be like, we didn't see a ton of it tonight, but 
a lot of his moveset is he holds in submissions for four seconds and then he'll switch because the idea is if it doesn't work within those four to six seconds, it's not going to work. The guy's not right. going to tap out. So he'll switch or he'll apply pressure in different ways. Like I would have been like, this guy's ADD is worse than mine. Why is he switching positions? Like, I don't get it. Um, but now it's my favorite thing in the world. And I'm like down this insane technical rabbit hole. So that's just, that's just a mea culpa of like, expose yourself to as much wrestling. But, as and, and this is the thing about the best. professional wrestling in, in, in both brands, right? You have the entertainment aspect of it. You got the very physical aspect of it, like the black poop combat club that just wants to bleed and, and beat the crap out of each other. But then when you watch something like this, that middle of the way art style, which is the, the technical aspect of it. These are professional men and women doing this. And when you see something like this, this art being performed in front of you, it's, cool. it's beautiful. It's really cool, man. And yes, I, I'm, I'm now a mark. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm also just an in-ring storytelling gal. So this is for me. Like I, um, I feel like the best part about wrestling is wrestling. So I'm, that's part of why yes. I'm, I'm on this kick. But we have the lovely late princess diana oh wow in. this is so terrible but cool at the same time you are missed you are beloved um i'm so sorry what's happened to to your family but princess diana chiming in saying zachary hates the tories and the rest of my pathetic family wow so he's good in my book i'm so sorry about what's happened to your lineage but we appreciate you sending in your super chats guys if princess Di is sending in super chats from the beyond you can send in a super chat, okay? Get in those super chats and humper chats to talk about whatever you would like to. But we had so much fun tonight. Some more Zack Sabre Jr. love. Ronald Hollick saying, where do you see the Zack Sabre Jr. and Samoan Joseph uh, <laughs> happening? Debut of Collision, Forbidden Door, or Hold It mm. Off to Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view. This is a tricky one. This yeah. is a tricky one, and I think we'll have an idea after the June 4th tapings that are happening on Sunday. Mm. This should happen in a big spot. Forbidden Door feels wrong to me because it feels like Danielson's healthy. Zack Sabre Jr. is doing the best work of his career that I've seen. Um, I think that you got to do that at Forbidden Door, and I think it's possible then you follow that up with Nigel McGuinness in the UK, which would just be like the perfect Brian Danielson stretch of his career like it it would warm my heart so much the debut of collision would be very fun but there are rumors on fightfulselect.com that maybe Samoa Joe might be working with somebody else we've heard some maybe uh a different young punk of sorts uh, <laughs> that he might be working with but who knows there's a lot of things shifting I'd also heard rumors of not CM reported Skunk? by us but is that, who uh, it is? that is that is by the way Zack Sabre Jr.'s banger of a theme, if people are wondering. It's called Young Punks by the band Mass Lines. Some people were asking about it because it's a banger. There you go. Now you know. The more you We know. learned so much here. It's not just wrestling, friends. This is a place to come where you can come well, I'm and a learn. Music nerd. So when when there's a wrestler that like clearly makes music a part of their presentation, like go out of their way to make it a part of it, I always look sure. it up because it's yeah. It's my favorite. I just ah. come and learn with Kate and Alex Friday in nights. Love. Oh, it's that's what I love about wrestling, like the complexities of this art form and the ways that you can tie into presentation. It's just can so I inspired. I've watched more wrestling in the last two and a half years than I have watched 
in any time period before that. And this is dating back to when I started watching wrestling way back when, including when I was a teenager during the Attitude Era. This is insane. Like the amount of wrestling on. And I'm not complaining. I'm extremely happy about it. <laughs> it's incredible. Like I said a, a couple of shows ago, and sorry if this is redundant for people who continue so to watch. Um, but like if you said in 2021 you were going to have Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet versus Willow Nightingale for the New Japan Strong Women's title, there's yes. like eight things people would have laughed at you for in that sentence. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Or that you would have this much primetime wrestling with with primetime players in every single organization, you know? I think the only problem here are these tribalized fans that have to turn everything into some type of argument where, you know, they hope that WWE continues to block AEW and blah, blah, blah. Like, they don't understand the back end of it where people are getting paid and being able to pay their bills and stuff. It's just so sad. That happens in music all the time too, like in everything. And from venues. what I've been told now, Joel Joel kind of brought me up to speed with eh, other people we don't doing need that. To. We don't no? need to give Joel not that guy. No. Okay, I'm sorry. Not Joel. I not birthday on, boy Joel Pearl. I read it on the internet. There you go. <laughs> Definitely don't go wish Joel Pearl a happy birthday. His Definitely birthday not yesterday. So, but you know what, Alex? We were sitting here. We're talking about elite performances, aren't we? We are talking oh. about the best of the best from Zach Sheppy Jr. Uh, but sometimes your performance isn't as elite as you would like it to be. Okay. Mm. Sometimes your standing, twisting hammerlock isn't standing the way that you want it to be. Okay. Sometimes your stretch muffler ain't stretching the way that you were hoping. Sometimes I'm attacked every Friday night. Sometimes. When you want to go meet someone at the top rope, you think you're high flying, right? Turns out you're just coming down into a cravat. It's not the way that you were hoping things were going to go for you, but there is something that can assist you. All right. And that's Bluch. Do you see these championship belts over here or those trophies up there? You could get one for what? I don't know, maybe the hardest erection that you've ever had in your entire life, thanks to Blue Chew and the Code Fightful. Did you ever think about that? Did you ever aspire to do that? Well, whether you have or you haven't, that's what could happen if you use Blue Chew and the Code Fightful. Work with their online physicians, get approved. Blue Chew arrives straight to your door, safely, discreetly, quietly. Just pay $5 shipping when you use that Code Fightful. It's got the same ingredients is Viagra and Cialis, but it's a chewable, so it gets in your system faster. Causes that mood to strike when something isn't quite striking. Or maybe you just want the confidence that you, you know, are going to put on a trophy championship level performance. Bluechew.com code Fightful. You know what's up. Wow. Kate, I feel attacked a little bit when you like read those. I've said this last week. You, you're like dead, like locked into my eyes. And I don't know. I kind of like look away, down, up, left. I'm just scared. Well, you should not be. unless I I did a technical wrestling segue into a blue shoe ad. That is not a personal attack on you. That I is the not. nerdiest thing I could have ever done in my whole life. But I love it. I'm down for it. And <laughs> up with blue shoe. Some, see? The student has become the master. I bring you in here. 
Look, sometimes the lady's looking to pounce like Willow, okay? You got to be prepared for these things. <laughs> well, now, life over, uh, over dark or whatever you want to call it. It's getting dark in here. It, it fightful after dark, man. There That's it is. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I got Matthew it. Hooks asking, uh, what do you do with the elite versus BCC if Danielson versus Jack Zack Sabre Jr.? Uh, you know, you had, I mean, you could bring in the rest of TMDK, Zack Sabre Jr. is in a stable as well. Mm. Um, and you could you could do a multi-man match and have uh Danielson and, and Zack Sabre lead the way. Also, at last year's Forbidden Door, let's not forget Danielson was injured and we were supposed to get this match. Claudio ended up being the surprise opponent and they're still in a stable together. Right. So there's a lot of fun storytelling that was kind of going into that. Um, a lot of possibilities. I think you need the Zack Sabre Jr. Danielson one-on-one -on -one match. Um, you can figure out some, some other stuff, but uh, the chat pointing out showed up with the Blackpool combat club. Moxley does have a young lion in new Japan. So that's a, a really fun possibility there as well. Um, <laughs> the chat also pointing out that Zack Sabre Jr. did once call them the Blackpool Country Club, which <laughs> I appreciate. You didn't hear it a lot tonight, but he also has some of the best like in-ring jaw jockeying that you'll ever hear. He's just such a pretentious dickhead. It's a whole lot of fun. Oh, wow. But we're moving along to your New Japan Women's Strong title, which is just such a cool sentence to say, man. I love this for us. Willow and Emi Sakura... IT God, the other technical wizard, Chris Mueller, chiming in saying, I'm just here to cheer for Willow. It's impossible not to, man. This match was a blast. I loved what we got out of this. Yeah. Ultimately, we get Emmy escaping the pounce from Willow. I will say, Willow's matches best commentated by Ian Riccoboni and Caprice for this reason, but no complaints. No complaints tonight. Uh, but I, I love Willow's reaction to uh, Emmy escaping the pounce because she was pissed off. And like, you can have this magnetic, fun, super enthusiastic energy when you come out, but like, it, it's never lost on her that she's there to win a wrestling match. And I feel like already early in this New Japan run, um, we're seeing her matches open up a little bit where it's a little less formulaic. And I love that because it, it was kind of like, come out with a ton of energy, has her Lady Hulk up spot, brings the straps mm. down, pounce, power bombs, such good stuff. But like, I feel like we're getting a little bit more um, diversity and substance in her matches, which I absolutely adore here. We do ultimately get uh, a really big lariat from Willow, followed by a sit-down power bomb as she retains. This was so much fun. Emi Sakura, of course, uh, just an absolute legend at this. Also, uh, commentary pointing out that um, she is a trainer and a great one at that. So this was just a whole, whole, whole bunch of fun. Absolutely adored this. Very excited to see what Willow is going to do with this New Japan title, especially because we do know that this was an audible. Mercedes was supposed to win, but got injured. Kind of excited to see what we get out of this. I think it's a healthy thing for New Japan Strong to have their title on shows like this. Uh, what did you think of this? And what are you looking to see from Willow and this title raid? I, I think Will... I said this last week. I love my big women that can freaking choke me out, punch me, and <laughs> knock me out for a good old week. Like, please, by all means. And these two women had that and much more. Now, Willow uh, did that 
Dr. Death powerbomb on her where so she was good. like, oh, my God. And by the way, Emmy's insane. Uh, I became a fan of her the minute she was brought into uh, AEW to to do those matches uh, way back when in the pandemic days. Um, so I believe that this woman, Willow, should continue this reign of just beating all the women that are like leveled with her. You know, like they have to match that intensity. The smile is great, but let's get above that. I want to see her steamroll people. I yeah. just and I I and she bro, some of the lariats huge and I huge lariats. Okay. Um, I was talking earlier about Vikino and doing the 450 splash outside of the ring, and that was ending my career. This yeah. woman <laughs> literally in my life. Okay, and I'd be happy about it. It uh it was great, and I, I think it helps that Emmy is in that same style in that yes. same world. Like, yeah. she comes from a really hard-hitting place, so this was just them beating the hell out of each other. I love and it. I'll sign up for that on a Friday night, any day of the week. The chat calling a little bit for an Athena versus Willow match. Mm. They had a really great one in Ring of Honor. If you haven't seen it yet, I would recommend checking it out. Uh, seeing it as a title-for-title title situation, or just uh, titles don't even have to be on the line just as a championship pride type thing with this version of Athena, which is maybe my favorite title run in all of wrestling next to Zack Sabre Jr. Probably. Um, I think that could be a whole hell of a lot of fun. I would like to see that. Maybe that could be a really fun forbidden door match. I could. Yeah. Tonight was like a mix of battle of the bells, forbidden door, all of it together. <laughs> a great show, but yeah, it was, it was, Man, okay. We move along to our ROH Pure Title, Shibata and Lee Moriarty. I'm not going to give you the rundown of what Pure Title rules are entirely. I can't remember if they did that tonight because it's just, I love Pure matches, so I don't think about it actively. But there are specific rules with this title when it is being defended. Yeah. Um, uh, closed fist punches, you get one open. Um, you get three rope breaks, and what that does is creates really interesting ways to tell stories. Shibata on ROH last night was fighting one of his students from the LA dojo, and um, we got this really cool, different story where his student, Alex Coglin, had broken, he used his three rope breaks in like the first three minutes or whatever of the match. Like he was just getting his ass kicked, and I absolutely, absolutely loved, um, that story because the rest of it was him just trying to survive and Shibata almost being like, I taught you better than this man. Like such, such a fun device and such a fun way to set up a wrestling match. Mm -hmm. We had a whole hell of a lot of fun with Shibata and Lee Moriarty tonight. If you don't know, Shibata had an extremely serious brain bleed, had a yep. very scary surgery where his brain was actually not in his head for a little bit and then put back in his head the fact that he can get in the ring at all is incredible. The ROH pure title for him is like such a fitting thing for his style. So there's a little bit of background for those of you who might not be familiar. For a lot of you who probably are, because you're probably a pretty big wrestling nerd like me if you're watching a wrestling podcast. Sorry yeah. if you already knew all of that. But I felt like it was important to add in here. Tons and tons and tons of fun with Lee Moriarty and Shibata. But we get Lee... Breaking out of Shibata's sleeper and, uh, wait, what do my notes say? Breaks out of Shibata. I'm sorry. Lee breaks out uh, as Shibata applies a sleeper hold to make Lee fall asleep. I'm sorry for my messy notes. Shibata delivers the pin. 
<laughs> to the head for the victory. This was a blast. Um, I thought this was a ton of fun. That sleeper, now that I'm saying the spot, I remember the sleeper as the counter was really, really fun here. I thought this was such a great showcase for Lee Moriarty, who also fits here. Like, I think you can get so lost in what he can do from an athletic standpoint. You can sometimes, he showcases it pretty well as a mix, actually. But there's, there's certain times where I think people might view him as, more athletic than technically sound, but he's mm -hmm. such a wonderful blend of both. Like he has such a well-rounded skill set in that regard where he can really draw you in with some of the flashier stuff he can do. But like on the mat, he is a wrestler's wrestler. I absolutely, absolutely loved this. Super fun way to go home on this. Uh, Kyle K. Sparks throwing our pure rules into the chat. If you need to see them, I will read them out. Thank you. No close fist to the face for this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, Dot com slash fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help. That's betterhelp.com slash fightful. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. First is a warning, second is a DQ. Three rope breaks, I already went over. There's a 20 count to the floor. ROH has a 20 count, important to remember. Title can change hands on countouts. Outside oh. interference is an automatic termination of your contract. So there you go. There's your pure match. What did you think of this? I thought this was a whole heck of a lot of fun. And we'll talk about the post-match shortly after because we get a next up challenger. Yeah, once in a while I forget all about the rules, you know, and it's always good that, you know, that um, I pay attention to that because of that situation where I've fallen in line with all wrestling just kind of being a blanket thing, you know, when it comes to the rules of what should happen and what shouldn't happen. And with these rules in place, it gives the match such a different feel and such a different vibe. Um, I think that these two guys um, really went, I mean, they went above and beyond. 
And I I have a feeling that this next person that came up, as you mentioned, um, he had the way he came out. I don't know if it was just me in my head. And I'm talking about Danny Garcia. He had such a little swagger about him. He did. Like he came out and he was like, bitch, that's my title to hold next. And like he just like the the little like wiggle move when he came into the room. I'm like, okay, I'm buying in, bro. I was like, this is what I want to see, and this is what I want to see out of uh, out of Daniel Garcia. Not this stupid crap with the JS. I want to see him do exactly what what they teased is going to happen between these so, two. So I think that well, a few things by the way, um, pure matches because of the rules that you're alluding to and because it is easy to default to what you're used to yep. commentary is extremely important and i'm always praising ian riccavati and priest coleman for this for where this title happens in roh because some of those matches feel a lot different when yeah. you don't have their incredible soundtrack running in the background like they do the most incredible job of putting over and no offense to anybody who was commentating tonight but i missed it i missed it offense. tonight because tons of offense you're terrible at your job but like Ian and Caprice have been doing it so long and are so familiar with like, this is how this device tells the story. It it changes the way you watch the match so much. So if you liked what you saw tonight, I would encourage you to, to check it out with them in the background of, of pure matches. So Daniel Garcia has held this title before, twice, I believe. Yes. Um, he's had a long running feud with Wheeler Yuta for it. It's been some of my favorite daniel garcia work and it's definitely been my favorite wheeler Yuta work he he seems so at home in the roh matches wheeler does my only complaint and it's a minor one because i we need danny garcia on our screens okay um is like hey how about an anybody else challenger because <laughs> it's been like wheeler and garcia wheeler and garcia shibata possibly back to garcia again a nice story for that title because it has been kind of like champion 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 like all all battling it out and true to the style of it but if danny garcia does win it back he needs to leave the jas which i'm hoping he does regardless and we got to get some some fresh blood in, in this picture because it's really kind of been that way them being able to use the pure title as like a let's get this guy in for a one match situation though very very powerful device i just want to see uh, a little bit more variety in that pure title picture because it's been the same three dudes for a while tonight. I agree. Um, but we have some people that are very excited about this. Uh, Kylie saying happy Pride Times 2. Love that. Thank you so much. Also, Shibata versus Garcia. <laughs> Koi Stalling saying watching Rampage and had a thought when Danny came out. Jericho has lost a lot of matches lately. I'm going yeah. where you're going with this, I think. And I feel like the JAS is about to blow up because Jericho is spiraling and Danny going to be a pro wrestler again. I mm -hmm. definitely think that might be where we're headed with this. Like this is the whole idea that Daniel Garcia has been a misfit in the JAS is great. It is now fatigued. Like it is time to move on from that because he hasn't been really featured in any prominent stories in a while. And he is a phenomenal wrestler and a young phenom. And I don't want to see him get lost. Him returning to his roots as a pro wrestler with the pure title. A delicious idea. Agreed. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how, but since Sammy is trying to be a babyface, he needs to be Jericho's next feud. I just don't know how we get there. Um, 
think it's a pretty, you can get there pretty easily because they have such an extensive history. Like Jericho could choose somebody else for a tag match. Like he might just lean on Jake Hager because Sammy didn't win against MJF. Boom. Like you're, you're started there. I, I think there's a lot of fun ways you can go, but I do think if you're trying to turn Sammy face, you got to break him away from Jericho and him being a Jericho opponent after their extensive history, it's probably a good way to and go. It's, I feel like it's been done before when they had the first, the inner circle. So like, you know, like I, I think if you're going to start breaking this group apart, I think everyone just starts going on their own, you know, kind of just like, all right, everyone loses faith in uh, El Ocho, you know, and he just kind of just, you kind of just start trickling it down and everyone just moves on. I, I don't think it's necessary to have, um sammy get into another spew with with jericho you know um i don't i don't think it's needed and sammy's so far and beyond anything that has to do with jericho now he stands on on his own two feet i don't think he needs that i will say in ring wise that's completely true i think he could benefit from using the story with jericho because character wise he feels very lost to me so they should do either one of two things in my opinion one have this feud or b Move on and just let him put on banger matches sure. with way less promo and <laughs> yes. let it roll. Like, yeah. I think that's fine. I do feel like the back and forth with Jericho um, was not necessarily the healthiest call. It feels like they kind of ran to that when the Scorpio Sky and Sammy feud fell apart a little bit. Um, but we'll see. I'm excited to, I'm, I'm hoping with the, with Collision coming up and Danny Garcia being in the ROH title like picture maybe maybe we're finally getting there and i also yeah. want to see 2.0 causing chaos all over the place right oh yeah they're so funny i want them with or without the jericho appreciation society we got a final chat rounding us out this goes back to the aubrey stuff saying that harmless pro wrestling nonsense in my opinion for aubrey and karen jared it is gonna drive all those pathetic aubrey haters crazy i'm for it look if it's gonna drive some nerds crazy I'm in. I'm kind of in on. I'm on. I'm in on that piece of it. I still don't want to see it, but if I get a Jeff Jarrett low blow out of it, and people freaking out for no reason, just mass hysteria, I'm kind of in on that. Yeah. I'm kind of in on that. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, getting your super chats and your humper chats. We wrapped up rampage. We are going to swing into SmackDown. Um. <sighs> I got to say off the bat, I felt like the ending segment was phenomenal. I felt like the rest of the show was pretty lacking and I have some questions. <laughs> and uh, I hate revolving door promos. So we're going to talk about the women's money in the bank promo setup that we got. Uh, but what did you think of SmackDown overall tonight? I think SmackDown was just one giant promo. Like you just mentioned, like all it was was one ginormous lead i mean everything was about the 1000 day plus reign like uh, the you know showing the the timeline and who he beat like i kind of lost touch with what was happening in the show or who was fighting uh, even having uh what's his name austin theory have to promote him like hey Tonight, you know, the great tribal chief. Da, 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 da. I'm like, why would you do that? No, just yeah, let him weird. do him. Don't involve him in this, you know? 
But I felt like the whole show just kind of, I've, I lost touch with the show because everything surrounded that belt. And this show is, it, it just goes so fast to begin with. And, and having, you know, these promos overtake everything, the show seemed even to go even faster. And all I was looking forward to was the last 15 minutes. Yeah, it was kind of a shame. And I think it is telling. It seems like this tends to be the pattern when we don't, get those match cards in advance or when match cards change like also don't mean to interrupt you but there was someone who was really high and i'm pretty sure h is too but someone was really high on austin theory before and we know yeah. who that is and all of a sudden in the last couple of weeks we've seen mr theory be like I and mean, i said i said this last week that he's been getting better and i love him being on television but he's really getting out more and more and more steam out there on television. I don't necessarily feel that way. I'm, I'm we can he's heading to 1,000 days of U.S. title, so don't worry. You know, we're going to get there. I will quit the show. Uh, <laughs> this was not for me. I... Um, we do, as you mentioned, we get a ton of video packages today that are around uh, the Roman Reigns 1,000-day title reign. We get nods to the Lesnar forklift match. We get a ton of this stuff throughout the show. But we do get this weird Austin Theory promo where he's promoting the Tribal Chief, as you do as a fellow heel, I guess. Tribal um, Chef. Tribal tribal Chef, for sure. Um, but I... I don't know, man. We started with Theory and Pretty Deadly versus the Brawling Brutes. This just is not working for me. Um, I really like most of the people involved in this as well. It feels like this is dragging down the Brawling Brutes rather than lifting up Austin Theory and Pretty Deadly. And I really like Pretty Deadly. We eventually get uh, a little like twin magic spot with Prince and Wilson, which I love because they don't look alike. They just wear similar. <laughs> uh, so we get that with a, a spilt milk and then Theory tagging in to get the pin and the win. Part of my issue with Austin Theory is they're building him out like he's something extremely special and he only wins in these cheap ways and they're not clever. And I. I feel like for me, it's not something that's really been working. I understand where people do like him and I think he's really good in the ring, which is kind of why I don't want him to have these cheap wins. I would, I would buy that this guy could win a match clean or like not in a cowardly way. I'm, I'd buy it. He knows what he's doing in there. Um, I, I don't like this and I don't feel like pretty deadly is the right fit for underlings for him. And I don't think he's at a place where he can kind of carry a trio like that. Like it, it doesn't work. I don't know if this is a temporary angle. I'm hoping to kind of counteract the brawling brutes a little bit. And I love seeing pretty deadly on the main roster. They're fantastic. But I said this last week and I felt the same way. I don't want the tag team division to just be serving single stars. Cause there's a difference between a trio and a singles guy and a tag team, like a really big difference. It just feels like so many of these tag teams are getting used to support singles people. And, you know, up until recently, that included your tag team champions. Just kind of cheap. Just kind of cheap. Um, so I didn't love this. I, I do love Pretty Deadly, though. I think they're a riot. That twin magic spot kills me today. Yeah. Uh, I just, I don't like the way that Austin Theory is is winning. It doesn't feel clever heel. It feels 
it feels like he's playing down his own skill set, in my opinion. Right. Um, but what did you think of our opener? But that that, that so this that's not his fault, right? We know that this is all you go out there like a movie scene. Somebody writes this for you, right? And not you know pulling the curtain back. If you've ever watched pro wrestling, <laughs> shocker. Um, but I I that that goes in line with just how they're telling him to finish the matches. If sure. he doesn't, if he doesn't put in any input into it, like, hey, maybe we should do something different, and he's just writing the punches of how they finish matches, and that's what we're stuck with, you know. Um, unfortunately, um, I, I mean, I have to agree with everything that you said with Pretty Deadly and the, how the match went went about. Um, I, 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 it just, it just didn't start off the way I wanted it to, you know. It was just sure. very. Very, very, very. And I understand it's very historic. I understand that. But, you know, it's WWE. We write our own history. You know what I'm saying? Well, they've they've made sure that it was the most important feeling. I know. I know. The and entire time. And at and the expense of the rest of the it. roster. So that's it's like, exactly when you it. Replay all this stuff. I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. You like remember when you ruined Big E for no reason in this whole process? Like, that's where my mind goes to is is the missed opportunities and and um that that piece of it which is which is a bummer which is a bummer but and i love the and, and then uh wade barrett had that weird way of talking about uh what's their name um pretty deadly like he was trying to explain who they were or whatever i don't know i kind of like i had to, i tuned them out um yeah there was a I, point there in commentary table where i was like what is happening right now yeah, it it was a little all over the place. And again, who knows if this show was being changed last minute, that affects commentary too, because Wade Barrett's normally a, yes. a, a pro at this. He's really, really good. Um, but it, there's people agreeing with us, sending in chats. Anthony Velasquez saying it seemed like all WWE cared about was the Roman celebration and everything else was very secondary. Yes, it did feel that way. We see you. We agree with you on that. Ardu it saying, showing up late, but happy pride and happy wrestling. We use elbow drops to protect trans kids. Yes, we do. We're pro-trans, pro-gay, pro-wrestling. We love it. We love it. Um, But I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I'm... I'm sorry. I didn't need to go on a negative rant. I, I, you know... You don't have to apologize for But it's just... I know. I I asked you for them. I know, but it's just, you know, I know I'm going to get... You know the big old. No, they're Twitter. gonna do that. Too, the anyway. big Twitter finger wag. No, no, no. Um, they're they're gonna do that regardless of what side you you take. Um, but it's, I, I guess, and the other piece of it is like I really like the brawling brutes, so it, it feels like yeah. they're being played down in this, and that's what I don't want to see. I want to see Pete Dunn, but not like Pete Dunn, not Booch. Yeah, yeah, crazy bangers. But some people liked it, and good for them. Did you just call them the crazy bangers. That would be fun. We had the Bang Bros for a while, right? That is an awesome name. I am trademarking that tonight. There you go. TM, you owe me royalties. Shit. <laughs> Tom LaValle <laughs> saying shout out to Denise interviewing the ace of NWA, Camille. The only champion. I'm not going to say the only champion. The only world champion that matters over there for sure. Mm. Uh, Camille's great. She's having a historic title reign herself. Watch women's she wrestling of NWA so too, and the yeah. undercard of NWA and not the world title. I feel she's being overlooked, unfortunately. No, women's wrestling overlooked in NWA. Get out of town. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> she is incredible. Like, she has the body, the look, the attitude. And unless something is happening somewhere that we don't know about, there's no reason why this 
awesome professional wrestlers not being featured somewhere higher than next to Tyrus. Well, we'll see though, because she is um she's also grown a lot with this title reign. Like I, I give credit where it's due, and that comes from NWA trusting her with the title and her sure. putting in a ton of hard work. Because in the beginning, it wasn't really clicking for me. Correct. And then anytime I've seen her over the past year or so, it's just been tremendous growth. Tremendous mm. growth, really settling into who she is and her style and understanding just how she participates in wrestling matches in a totally different way. Like I love when I see that kind of progress. That's the, as much as we get sour on Tuesday nights with NXT, the, the rewarding part of that is seeing like, look at Tiffany Stratton, man. Like the sure. growth that she's shown is, is just insane. Like it, yeah. it's so rewarding to see people's hard work pay off. I love that part of this job. I love getting to talk about that stuff. It makes me happy. Uh, we got another chat from Bronson Wright Wolf saying Steve Austin was in Grown Ups 2 towards the end of the movie. I love how he and Adam Sandler were about to get in a fist fight with each other. <laughs> I love that too. I wish there were more grown ups in wrestling than minors, but I'll take it. I'll take it. We move on to the Good Brothers and Hit Row with this odd little promo. Happy birthday to AJ Styles, but AJ Styles says what he really wants for his birthday is for them to take out Hit Row and I don't know. I'm loving Mia Yim and all the crap she was talking online about and with Swerve that made me laugh um, with Hit Row. But this Hit Row stuff, it feels <laughs> like they brought them back with this really big presentation and they still lean into that big presentation, but they kind of just have them job out in these short matches where they're losing all the time. Um, not much to talk about with this quote unquote match. <laughs> they just they're yeah, just well, literally out there as pawns right now. It is and, and for a for a unit with such uh effort put behind them from a, a presentational standpoint, it's kind of odd that they treat them essentially like enhancement talents. I, I don't know what the disconnect is there, but I, I hope they figure that out soon because if you give them this kind of presentation they right. should be doing more than this. They should right. be doing more than this. But Gals runs over Adonis with a back elbow. Anderson tags in. They hit the magic killer. And we're done. That is mm. what we went home with. That's it. I like the OC looking strong, though. I, I think it was the right booking decision. I just don't understand why you make Hit Row kind of look like chumps in the process. But uh, this is good. The OC was doing literally nothing while AJ Styles was out. I like seeing Mia Yim or Mi Chin uh, in something consistent and in this unit i feel like she's a natural fit with them but Dre, trey cash with a very generous humper chat thank you so much says i really wish the oc would have went to AEW. they were positioned as one of the best tag teams in the world and now they are just aj sidekicks hopefully mm -hmm. they get back in the tag picture um i completely get the um appeal of the the oc they're just not like the most for me tag team in the world so i don't really have a problem with them more kind of being in aj's background than heavily featured just out of taste like they're not my favorite team so it, them playing this role i think they play it pretty well i'm fine with that but i can understand if there's someone that you're kind of rooting for wanting to see more from them. I feel like they should have been featured at all while AJ Styles is out. Like they really just They had nothing for him because he's no. he's attached to them. Like yeah, or, or like... they're attached to him, I should say. Sorry. They didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. All good. Rhea Ripley like delivered some moves and that was it for them for a, for a while it felt like. 
But uh, what are your thoughts on the OC? Are you hoping that they get pushed in addition to AJ here? They were, to me, they were one of the hottest factions um, known to, to, like, what was it, 2000 and, when was it, 2016, 17? Was when they showed up all of a sudden on Raw. I I remember I was on a movie set and I got a call and I was like, oh my God, look, I was was like, what? No, I got to stop. I got to go watch that. Um, And it was it was insane and that whole ride that fake television show that they did as those two different characters was great uh, with john cena um, yes that was um, very fun the mid-south wrestling whatever that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, talking shop mania t- yeah they were rules. <laughs> they were in a row they were doing then they you know obviously the cuts happened and they came back and this has been the worst booking for these two that i have seen them in and it's unfortunate because I don't know how much longer like someone like Gallows has in the tank. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he's a big dude, you know, like he's taking care of himself or whatever. But he's st- he's you can see he's a little bit slower in the ring. So I, I just I want to see them. I want to see them be these the heavies, be, you know, be the OC. And that kind of happened when they were brought back together. AJ Styles gave the big speech. We're back. This is who we are and then nothing happened it's just been dead and i understand he got injured but if you're injured you take the rest of the group and you build them just like you've done with the judgment day the judgment day was crap and look at them now i know you're gonna about to say they're still crap but i think i think they've done well for themselves three quarters of them are great uh i i do i do understand where you're coming from i do also think that maybe hopefully with the tag picture finally moving on from this Uso stuff, we'll have some more opportunities. Oh, you like free games. it up? Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Do you really, but do you feel deep? Like we've seen tag teams, you and I, that we have faith in and they've actually been used and, and they come out on the other side doing well. Do you feel yeah. like these two might have that? I just don't feel like they're being, it's just like, it's just like hit row. Like, they I came back with a lot of if, fire um, and then it's just been dead, man. I don't know if they're at the place where they're going to be like a serious contender. Like, I, I think that's just not the role that they're meant to play in WWE. And I, I actually kind of think maybe that's not the worst thing, but I think you could do a really fun program with the OC, right? The good brothers versus these guys who have had this brother-like relationship. I think there's, there's plenty of juice that you could tap into. Mm-hmm. And I think there's great ways to use veteran utility tag teams that are more than just throwing up two sweet and calling it a day. So that's what they're doing I, right I, I now, my friend, a happy, a happy medium, but I will, I will take that last week. I was so happy and just chill and let me take it and stroll today. You're that. Um, well, it's also easier when it's not someone that there's so many tag teams. I think I want to see ahead of the OC get pushed that I've been waiting on. Like, oh, I, like I okay, want right. like, you know what I mean? Like, give me so the, the Viking Raiders in a in some like real work against them. Give me okay. DIY. Give me uh, Chad Gable and whoever the hell. I don't care. Like there's there's so many Imperium. See, um, like, that's what I feel. I Viking. feel like they're going to be set up to go down to people like Imperium and DIY, and they're, they're just going to... I think that's the problem. I think in my head, that's where Anderson and Gals are going to end up being just, you know, just jobbing out, unfortunately, like, not to use that term, but just kind of laying down to these other tag teams that are going to be put up top. Yeah. 
If I was booking it, I don't know if I'm booking it that differently. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't kick them off TV just because AJ Styles got injured. You know of what course, I mean? right? And, and That's I, what I, I meant. Yeah. There's a way to make people feel important even when they're losing. I'll say it that. Thank way. you. Like that's. I love that's, that. Um, there's no reason anybody has to to look bad. If you want to squash people, that's what you have enhancement talent for. Word. There's no need to make people look like nerds, Alex. Okay. But you might want to look into Nord. All right. You might want to look into the best VPN in the game. All right. Sean Rossap's here to tell you all about it. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Block online trackers, annoying pop-up ads. Unlock geo-blocked content. Maybe you missed the WWE Network. Maybe you want that AEW+. Maybe you want to subscribe to overseas services so you can get UFC pay-per-views at a reduced rate. Well, NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to do that. And you can do it with four months for free with that link. Not only that, you get your 30-day money-back guarantee as well, just in case you don't like it for any reason. It works on all of your devices so you can do this stuff wherever you are. Maybe you're on that unsecured Wi-Fi at the airport, the hotel. Yeah, it can be dangerous. Your info is at risk. But you can still gain access to all that stuff. Check out all of your favorite shows or maybe shows you haven't discovered before with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Now with multiple tiers so you can get whatever services that you want. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. My favorite part of all those commercials is just that like he'll have furniture in one and then being, oh yeah, you see you see the no stages of Sean's another. move yeah. throughout yeah, throughout the recordings. It's so oh, much fun. I love it. So much fun. Moving along, we get uh <laughs> well, we get a call from Alex Pulowski, who you can check out his review, which will be even sourer than ours. Uh about hat puns for Lacey Evans. Thank you for that, uh, Mr. Pulowski. Uh, Decobra Kai was. <laughs> 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 We're gonna get to Lacey, but we have Grayson Waller effect with Asuka, and this started out great, and then it spiraled into something so oh, dumb. God, I was so man. mad. I was loving the beginning of it, but we essentially start with uh, Asuka, who is warmly received. As a heel, but like people are excited that she won the title sincerely, I think, which warms my heart because I've been hoping this would be the case for a while. But she called EO stupid in Japanese while EO called Asuka a piece of shit, which rules. Um, and I was so excited about what we were talking with here, talking about money in the bank, set me up some EO, Sky, and Asuka. But then Bailey comes out and I'm even okay with Bailey coming out. She comes in and she says they're both going to qualify to win money in the bank matches and one of them will win and it's going to be a member of damage control with the title. Leave it there is all I ask. Just leave it at the three of them because this furthers the damage control breakup storyline. And this also leans heavily into the idea of EO and Asuka, which I've been asking for for like a decade. Yeah. And that all makes sense story-wise. But then Shotzi interrupts because of course she does. Why not have a revolving door segment? She wants to crush Bailey's dreams. And then Lacey Evans comes out and Lacey says none of them are going to take the contract because she's here. And then Zelina Vega comes out and she's being underestimated just like everyone did with Rhea Ripley. No, 
no, no to all of this. The first half of this was so great. And then after Bailey, went kind of downhill. Not fan. Don't need it. You can just have people. You can just have people. Win qualifiers. Enter the match a different way. We don't need them on the Grayson Waller effect. Seems kind of completely unnecessary. Yeah. And we got to talk about uh, Lacey's hat. And who better to do that with than our friend Alex Pulaski. Alex, how are you today? Pretty good. I'm going on vacation in the morning. You have um, a nefarious look on your face, and I am concerned. Well, listen, I'm going on vacation in the morning. I just came to say goodbye to everybody one last time. Uh, I'm, I'm no, you didn't. Load, load, yeah, I did. I came to say to, to just to just to be a good guy and show everybody Lacey's new hat. <laughs> there it is. That's it's what a, we were looking for. She's she's uh, she's the daughter of Slaughter. And uh, she's that's what I'm calling her. She's the daughter of Slaughter. She's wearing that hat. That hat, for those of you who can't tell. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, because I had to blow it up so much. That has a glittery cobra on it because she, it's glittery. It's, it's sparkly. It's, it's bedazzled. It's a cobra on her Sergeant Slaughter hat. Because she wins matches with the Cobra Clutch, don't you know? Or she would if she were ever to book to win a match. But so far, that's eluded her. But anyway, she she came down here wearing a fancy new hat. Um, basically, Lacey used to be like ninety percent fancy hats, and then they they changed they changed her character for the second time. Um, uh, but it was mostly hats. She was just mostly hats, and I'm I'm glad that she's gotten back to being a haberdasher. Because, because now she's, she, somebody went to a store and said, I need you to make me this. And could you put a, can you put a Cobra on my hat? Um, so you don't I think that was custom made? Uh, I, I think that was custom made let, at a store. Let, let was, me, that, okay. they had to go somewhere. I, I want to add something for those What's of that? you who don't know, leave that picture up. I'm behind Lacey right now, somewhere behind her mic. Um, I want to let you guys know. That is called a Smokey Bear hat. Mm-hmm. That is a drill instructor cover, as mm-hmm. we like to call it in the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. uh, where her beautiful bedazzled Cobra is at in the front. It would be replaced, and you would have the Eagle Globe and Anchor in front of there. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most feared-looking covers in the military. And when you see the drill instructor coming towards you, you're either shitting your pants or you're about to get destroyed and lose about 180 pounds in sweat. Mm-hmm. This, my friends, she completely shit on that. And it looks horrible. Not even Sergeant Slaughter himself <laughs> in the era of gimmicky cartoons did he take the Smokey Bear and fuck it up as much as this woman. <laughs> okay. I am sorry. But, I don't curse. But I am angry. You should be. But but how else would she let people know that were she ever to win a match, she would do it via the Cobra Clutch? If God, not, man. by stuffing a cobra and affixing it to her hat with some glitter on it. 
Like, there's only one way of telling everybody that, I feel. You know? I mean... Yeah, that's true, because... Um... I am so upset by that. I am sorry. When... There's just certain things I take to the heart. I understand, it's a re- I understand it's the wrestling business, but I look back at even the most gimmick, gimmicky gimmicks of gimmicks. And Colonel, yeah. whatever his name was, Parker from WCW yeah. back in the day, yeah. ran around with an actual Marine as well. He And even he, as a Marine, all he did was come out with his with his camouflage uh, pants and a, sh- and a shirt showing tons of clavicle that said USMC across it. That was the worst that I probably saw. This is bad. I don't know. I think Alex, maybe you just don't get it. She uses a cobra clutch. Yeah, no, and so it's a cobra. See, I think Zack Saber Jr. needs to use this when he uses the cobra twist. (laughs) Zack Saber Jr. That hat, Mm -hmm. top rope Mm -hmm. assisted cobra twist. She should have to be wearing it. I, when she first came out, Uh, just I couldn't see what was on the hat. It was just a hat. Like it was, she was wearing the sergeant slaughter hat and i was like oh no not the hat and then they did a close-up of her and i was like there's a snake on the hat i saw it on instagram it's a cobra it's a cobra on the hat and the cobra is sparkly and i had to go digging for some screenshot that was as close as i could find to something that actually looked good uh, but if it's on Insta, I gotta find it on Insta. That's, I don't that know. Be- I don't know. I don't know if she's trying to like uh, look the part. I understand this is a hard business, and she's not really moving the needle or doing anything, right? They're just feeding her to other opponents, and I understand that. Like she wants to get back to a, to a certain prominent spot. I respect her for that. She's a worker. She's a marine. But goddamn, let's have a little decency and respect for our uniform that we both wore my friend around the same goddamn time period and mm-hmm. let's not bedazzle the shit out of our goddamn smoky bear hat that we wear to represent our dear loved marine corps i'm done goodbye there's a snake on my hat Sorry. Jonathan Discresham said, hold my beard. When I said Jonathan Discresham, I was not insulting Jonathan no, Gresham. It was just no. a funny pun. No. I'm just funny. And you said yeah. referee's discretion needs to yeah, be the discretioniest. And I said Jonathan yeah. Discresham. Can Jonathan I be honest? If she yeah. took, if she took, and this is the last thing I'm going to say, if they took the approach of something like a Darby Allen. <laughs> And mm-hmm. Sting, and they would have done that with her and Sergeant Slaughter. Even if Sergeant Slaughter couldn't make it a lot because he's 136, right. yeah. I think it would have been cool to kind of just have her come in dressed in the in 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 really cool gear. And I would have I would have loved it. I would have been behind her. I would have said she's a goofy ass looking person right now, but she's working and she's doing it like she's you know putting it in all the effort in the ring. God, this this cobra hat just put me over the edge. I think I just, I'm sorry. You don't have to apologize. You of anybody is the most qualified. Just, no, like the thing, the thing is, I, I'll get my jokes off, but like you actually have a real reason for hating it so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the best. That's when when the rant when the rant comes from a place of deep, real disrespect. <laughs> that's the best rant. You know, uh, I would even say. Hard. Alex is a rant connoisseur, and he would yeah. not. So I know my rants, and uh, that sir was great. A 
Great A. It, um, well, it's yeah. just nice to see that they're trying something different with Lacey. She doesn't, uh, they haven't really put any repackaging efforts behind her. So Right. No, she's been the same thing basically since she got to NXT. So traditional, really. I think she's um, really trying hard and hey. Yep. Well, not hard enough because she gets fed to Zelina Vega here in about a minute and a half. No, that's the thing. She beats Zelina Vega. She beats look at that guy. Do I look? Do I look like I'm disrespecting my uniform? This is circa 2001, right before heading overseas, my friends. Look at that bastard. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got a code red from Zelina and a three. There's not much to talk about beyond that. That was the one offensive move Zelina hit in the entire 90 seconds. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I love Zelina, though. Let her put her put her up there. Well, oh, she's yeah. great. She's great. But they should they should they should book her to win with one more than one offensive maneuver. I agree. <laughs> well, they should give women's matches more than 20 seconds on That's here, but also true. Also true. Uh, but yeah, and it's weird that you unveil repackage someone to have them lose in this fashion this quickly to not qualify for money in the bank just an odd choice <laughs> odd choice to bring someone back to do that <laughs> this is an odd move i don't understand <laughs> like why are you doing this it popped alex though so now I'm re- it's just so you you hit it right on nothing it's making me laugh because i remember the last thing i remember about her was this one time she came to the ring? You remember she used to bend over by the ropes before she went oh, in. Oh yeah, because she used yeah. to wear the little the little skirt. Um, mm-hmm. The cameraman zoomed in into her ass mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. time, and that was I think that guy got in trouble, and they never did that again. But I um, so. but I remember like he zoomed right in there, and I was like, that's the last impression I remember of Lacey. and that's <laughs> it. After that, they repackaged her and tried and tried and tried and tried, and this is where we're at. Well, and to her credit, she like spilled out the trauma of her life in five promos. Oh, that too. Gosh. And then they were like, we don't know if you're a healer or a face, even though you just went to the depths of your own personal hell for our creative game. Pulled her off TV. <laughs> our creative game. They like gave this this push to mm. this all-American woman, did not win money in the bank, yanked her off TV. <sighs> she had a baby, I think. Yes. Now she's coming right. back with this. And they are like, yeah. you are coming back with all of the tenacity to lose to Zelina Vega for a qualifying oh, match in two minutes. My God. They, what they, are we doing? I'm still convinced they were on a path where they were going to have her um, face Charlotte for the for the women's title. They were, were going to have her beat Asuka, who was currently with SmackDown Women's title. They were going to have her face Charlotte because she was dating or at least making time with rick flair and when she announced she was pregnant rick flair in character reacted as though he was the father <laughs> and then we he, found out oh it's not it's not an angle she's actually pregnant and then they retconned the whole oh, rick flair going woo, no. woo, slip one past the goalie after all these years woo the racing in the chat remember she was pregnant by rick flair LOL. and she was like i'm with a real man you remember that she used to have a really deep southern accent now she's just uh, like she don't even oh talk God. yeah yeah that was great anyway well we'll see what hat she comes out in next week uh <laughs> oh god she is mostly hats 
She's mostly hats. She is mostly hats. They reboot this poor woman who put her heart out to the depths of the hell that she actually went through. And they're like, you're still mostly hats. Uh, we get the LWO celebrating backstage. We find out we're getting Santos versus Ali as a qualifier. Very excited for the match. Very confused as Ali just went back to NXT, but I guess he's abusing his free agent rights. I'm not, I can't even be mad about like, well, what if Rand is here? I want to see Santos and Ali so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going to get Butch versus Corbin. So I guess we're just keeping this free agent business going. Got to be Peter Dunn for England, Louis says, though. Uh, I am, I think those are, those are good good setup matches i'll, I'll no, take all this i'm happy i'm happy right now already for pete dunn and santos escobar good yeah. for them for qualifying for the money in the bank match in a week because they're definitely going to do those things and awesome for pete dunn because he's going to get to have that awesome match and show out not win it but he's going to do it in england that's going to be great for him and santos is a star in the making that's great and mustafa Ali and baron corbin are obviously doing something else very important on nxt yes. it's not like they like get dropped back down to catering or something afterwards they have other things to do after they both lose next week but it doesn't matter because the last thing i'll say before i leave you is that the real winner of money in the bank won his qualifying match tonight and it's a it's gonna be a summer of la baby larry aloysius all the way I got to go. I got to get some sleep. I got to get on the road at like seven in the morning. So bye, everybody. Have a, night. A, Have a safe trip, vacation. sir. We will, I will see you la- later. Bye. Later, nerd. Uh, Alex has not taken a vacation in the entire time that I've been at Fightful. That is where that man's commitment to what we do has been. I mean, a single Tuesday off. Um, so I am so happy for him. I hope he doesn't get too relaxed. Like if he doesn't come back equally as sour, I'll be upset. Like he'll never be able to go on a vacation again. No, there's no if way. He's like, I'm man. chilled yeah. out. I'm no. I'm good. I'm not here for that. All right. So uh, have a great vacation, Alex. I am so excited for LA Knight. I think it's very possible. He's your money in the bank winner because um, him with the, the briefcase just feels right. Right. Like his character carrying that thing around, using it to his advantage. I think it could be really, really great. It could be so, so, so much fun. I the, My only complaint is I feel like Montez Ford should probably be in this match too. I don't know if I like them going up against each other because I think Montez Ford could do so many fun things in a Money in the Bank ladder match. So I didn't. I felt like one of them having to lose was not the move, but it was a good enough match. We get uh, a fun end to it too that I kind of dug. Um, we get a... From the heavens, from Montez Ford, but uh, LA Knight rolling away, and they trade O'Connor rolls by the ropes. I don't like roll-ups, but I like O'Connor rolls when they're done in a fuller context than just like, oh my gosh, someone's music hit. Oh, I got rolled up. This was fun. LA Knight uh, grabbing the ropes to cheat, because he's a heel. Because he's right? the, yeah. This there is a perfectly is. fine ending. I actually, I, this was, if you're going to do O'Connor rolls, this is the way to do it. Don't know if I need Montez Ford losing in the first round of a qualifier here, but technically he's in a tag team, so I'm I'm not necessarily mad about that. Uh, LA Knight is also my pick to to win it. We'll see what they end up doing. It's um, a little tricky because we have this Cody and Brock thing looming, right? Like Cody could win Money in the Bank. Uh, Brock could cost Cody Money in the Bank. There's a lot of ways that this could go. 
what were your thoughts on the match and what are you thinking for money in the bank uh yeah i he has to be the the clear-cut winner right he's he's been kind of um on the wayside you know uh you know doing all this talking but not really being involved in anything important so uh, this is like uh, your first step there but if he wins money in the bank do you who does he go for where does he go like that that's the interesting part right and i can see him being a world champion he would be amazing by the way um i think that he would go after um i don't know whoever he wants i guess no do, do they have separate ones this year no you just pick on who you want to fight, right? I think it's a pick who you want to fight deal. Oh, I'm shoot. sure we'll Here find we go out again. more <laughs> clarity. But I will say it does feel like, uh, you know, Roman Reigns is probably not waiting till WrestleMania based on what we saw later tonight. Oh, yeah. They really seem to expedite the storyline. And so it's not really who would dethrone Roman because I think we have an idea of who that might be. Uh, so there's not so much weight behind who wins Money in the Bank because I could see a face LA Knight dethroning Jay or vice versa. Like, there's a lot of fun to be had. You're right. Or yeah. traditional champions between that time. Like, there's a lot of good things that could. He can happen. hold it. Hold it. He doesn't need to go after someone immediately either. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Do that old school heel trickery that we love. It's true. We do love heel trickery. Yes. We'll take it. <laughs> Plus, we want to see him be meaningful on television. Yes, we do. Yes, yeah. we do. But that brings us to what this whole episode was really built around. And look, I wish they had put more effort into the rest of the episode, but this go home segment was super, super, super well done. Yes. But before we dig into uh, the ending of the show, which I thought went the way that it should have gone and was well done. Um, how are you feeling about this new belt? Ricardo with no surname, the surname list Ricardo says that new belt sucks. <laughs> should have done something else. I didn't love it. Um, not the worst. I mean, the worst belt on TV was actually Zack Sabre Jr.'s. We saw that before. It looks like a chocolate <laughs> watch with gold foil over it. It's a terrible looking belt. It's my favorite belt right now in all of wrestling. Not looking great. Uh, I feel like this doesn't feel like it has the prestige that the dual belts had. I feel like both of the separate belts look better than this, but I don't, I don't hate it. And it kind of looks in tandem with the, the belt that we have on Raw with the World Heavyweight title, right? Like, um, definitely not the best, definitely not the winged eagle belt, definitely not like great, but not the most hideous belt that we've ever seen. Uh, I, in my opinion, what did you think? I I was so dead set. I was like, oh man, I hope this belt's like, a, like as close to the, you know, like, does it look like a UFC, you know, um, boxing title? Does it look like, you know, the AEW title that looks like a, one of the, you know, real fight sure. titles in UFC and, and, and boxing and mixed martial arts? God damn, when they freaking unveil those. I had the same <laughs> look as Roman did. He's like, what the hell is that? He looked down and was like, I'm already wearing it. I I mean, lazy, 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 lazy. You went, you took the WWE title, control V, con <laughs> control, control C, control V, and put it in Photoshop and turned it blue. And then you control copy again and control paste it. And you added gold to it. This man ah. is currently on vacation. I know. Look at that. I respect it. I He's I wanted to see something awesome. bigger. I wanted to see something more, um, especially because it's the WWE title. 
Okay, so it means to me it means a lot more than just the heavyweight, which was just brought in because WCW was out of, you know, sure. out of out of the out of the picture, and they wanted to bring in an extra title. Well, we can't complain that the food is bad and the portions are too small, right? If we're asking them not to make the raw one feel like a secondary belt, these belts should look equivalent, if not the same. Um, but that being said, they probably could have made the heavyweight one look a little nicer, and <laughs> this one look a lot nicer. It's all right. I I I like it. I mean, no, at the don't. end of the That's day, it's it's, it's pretty. You know, it has gold. The Snoop Dogg Bell will be the new Bell. The Snoop Dogg Bell should be the new Bell. I agree with you. I think at the end of the day, can I be? Can I just be? Can I be frank here for a minute? Of course you can. Um, it's it's essentially you're also talking about a company that has to sell toys. It has to sell merch. That's true. Okay. So you got to turn in in turn, you got to take everything that they're doing and turn it into a profit with toys and everything else. So. So you want to buy an ugly belt? There you go. Boom. There are uglier belts. I think it was just like there was so much talk around. Cody was like, I'm going to win against Roman and I'm going to bring back the winged eagle, which is probably the best looking belts, if not one of the best looking belts of all time. Um, And this feels like a step down. It'll, so, it'll, I guess uh, we'll get, we'll get used to it. You know, it's also the color gold that it looks like, and that can sometimes look different under the light. It, it looks like such a yellowy gold, which is not my, yeah, I not hope my it comes favorite. Out with all like, three like belts those. on. I just, he has to continue coming and having Paul Heyman hold the other two, and he still comes out with that one. Like, by God, he's the belt collector, but in one promotion. <laughs> love that. Uh, so we have 15 minutes left when this happens, which indicates we're probably going to get some shit going down, which I will take. But uh, we've got Jimmy uh, coming out here. Earlier in the night, we have Paul Heyman telling Solo Sokoa, this needs to be special. This needs to be a special night for Roman and his thousand days. Okay. This is a celebration. You keep those nasty Usos away. This had very white girl birthday month energy to it, and I loved it. It was very... Um, it's her 30th birthday and we all know like it's hard when you turn 30 like you start evaluating where you are in your life so we just want it to be so special we're not going to have any drama this felt very much that to me a red gray i love it from paul haven but at the end of the night here we get jimmy face to face with romo jay's just pacing behind jimmy here he's been so money through this whole story i absolutely love it and roma tells jay to super kick jimmy it's the only way that it'll make things right Jay says, what do you say fuck me for? Basically, he's like, Jimmy's the one that kicked you. How am I going to be the guy to make it right? And then we get a nice little a little chit-chat about how brothers treat brothers with love and respect. And what has Roman done for them lately? What kind of brother is a manipulative dude who betrays people? And they say that once Roman is done using Solo, they're going to toss him aside too. So you got Jay mired in what he's mired in. Jimmy... Kind of sitting pretty here. And Solo starting to toil on what his next move is going to be, which is like the most important chess piece that comes into play for this phase of what's happening, in my opinion, because I think we can see where the rest of this might be going. Jay says he needs both of them. Poor Jay is just always caught in the middle with Sammy, with this. Jay's yeah. just always walking up the ramp in disrepair. Like he's just always so torn apart. He says they're family. He's quoting Vin Diesel out here. <laughs> Love it. 
Good stuff. Jimmy, here's the reason behind it. And he says, you know what? You're right. Let's come back together. And the casual Roman, nah, is so good. <laughs> Damn, was it so good how he was like, nope. Nope. Why? Why would I give a crap? You guys lost your tag titles. What good are you to me anymore? Nope. We don't need to come together. I've got 400 titles. I'm celebrating a thousand days out here. I got the real, the hot, younger, sexier Uso with me, the Solo Sokoa, who's not losing all the time like you guys are. Shit. And Solo Samoa spikes him. And off we That was go. it. To the races here. I love the Samoan spike. Uh, on Jimmy, Roman looks on. Jay is checking on Jimmy as we walk away here. And Solo just staring, just standing over his brother, brother in brothers in this but actual cousin just glaring oh it was so good and it had to be because it was like one of two good things on the show so um but i thought this was super well done like as burned out the storyline goes and gets and then it heats back up and whatever roman's work and stuff like this is so good he's just so controlled and jay in this role has been great Jimmy coming alive is so good. And Solo has just every beat of the story since he walked in at Clash of the Castle. He's just nailed it. Like, yep. it, it's been really, 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 really good. I am excited. And I think we're probably leading to Jey Uso dethroning Roman Reigns, which is maybe the only better alternative from a storyline perspective than Sami Zayn. Um, I feel like they still definitely missed some great opportunities with Sammy and Cody and Drew. But if their eventual payoff here is this, I'm not going to be mad about it. I, th I think that's a really nice homage to the story because that's where it started. And this is a really, really fun way to go. Definitely feels like things are getting expedited. We might have this by SummerSlam. What did you think of our go home segment? Uh, it was it was I mean, I was not expecting it to go as well as it did. I was I was like, man, there's still a lot of time on there. Is someone going to come on and challenge him yeah. for this new belt? That's what I thought in my head. Um, I don't necessarily think any of them are going to dethrone him. I do believe that what's going to happen is you'll have some really hard fought matches um, and they'll eventually have a blow off, you know, uh, a family blow off match um, where we think, you know, one of them is going to win. You know, you'll get the almost three, you know, and he'll sure. find sure. and he'll find his way to cheat or whatever Roman does to to finish it. And sometimes you win by losing. Right. Big so, time. you know, time. so even if he doesn't beat Roman, you got that respect that like, kind of give him the wink and the nod. Like, all right, cool. You gave me give me a run for my money, bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you walk away from it. But um, other than that, like not to look into the future of it because we have to wait. But. This was this was really really well put together. The whole the way Solo sold me, I was like, oh yeah, Solo, my man, you you. The, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you yeah. son of a bitch, Solo. <laughs> I love you for what you just did. I don't know why, but I'm with you. Spike him again, you know, like. Sure. Um, sure. it was well put together. That little question: What are we gonna do with uh, um, you know, what's his name, Paul Heyman at the end? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? You know about? And he was like. He'll always just he'll just fall in line like, you know, like kind of that 
you're still being a cocky son of a bitch at the end of the day, bro. Like I'm the man, you know? Um, so we'll see. We'll see where this goes. This is obviously building to something big now. So they've kind of turned it around. The end of Sami Zayn, done. And now we're the the fall, the grand finale and the big fall of the family uh, sure. lineage there. Yeah. I still, Sean said this on Twitter and it was very controversial for literally no reason. I think the loss of the title and the downfall should have been all at once. I'll, I'll always stand on that hill and I feel like splitting the titles would also have been remarkably more productive. But if it goes the way that they're kind of lining up, I think that's good. It definitely feels like Roman is like, hey, Hollywood's coming a little faster than I anticipated. Like they, they said they were in the third inning of this at Mania and now it feels all of a sudden like we're in the eighth. Like it feels like something got expedited here, but it's it's being done really well. Super hot story going on in WWE. I'm loving the everything going on with the Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite in AEW. Like we have some really, really fun, big stories happening. Big summer, with my friends. Tables on wrestling television. I love it so much. But guys, we got one more chat coming in from Trey Cash, who's so generous at your donations. Thank you so much. Saying, Thank you. And just like that, the bloodline is the hottest story in wrestling. Acknowledge Roman Reigns. It's when they have the heat on it, it's the best story of wrestling, no doubt. Those intermittent weeks where Roman's not really around, it kind of gets gets dragging. But like this recent uptick and what they did from Night of Champions till now is is picture perfect. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I'm I'm totally with you on that. Trey, good. I, yeah, I oh. think I th- I also believe like the the whole bloodline storyline is the best, and uh, and I'll put it this way: is the best storyline in WWE wrestling. If you were to take all of their shows, combine them. And all their storylines, that is the best storyline in WWE wrestling. Um, and it's, you know, like Black Hole Combat Club with against uh, the Elite. That is the best story right now for me in my head as well in AEW, you know, and all Elite Wrestling. So um, it's just kind of hard for me in my head to kind of just say this one's better than the other. Because no, there's whatever still, one I just watched. Because there's yeah. no there's no blow off yet. And then once the blow off happens, I'm going to be like, oh, man, yeah, the WWE one was way better, you know? Like, yeah. And this one will come a close second. Yeah. So I'm waiting to see how these two are going to collide because they're both doing really well. Um, you know, so I, I'm but goddamn, I, I got to say this. The WWE one is is pretty interesting because you have a, so is. much of that family dynamic there and everyone's still waiting is daddy rock gonna show up you know like that's something that everyone starts putting in the back of their mind so it's it's an interesting one for sure i feel like if they were gonna do that that would have happened at mania to me this feels like i think so i do I, i think it's jay's time and i don't think the other thing that's really refreshing about that is I think Jay can finish off that story and he doesn't have to have a super long reign and he doesn't right. have to okay. have a nasty split from Jimmy. Like Jimmy can just be stoked that his brother did this and that Roman's gone. So like to middle... have a more transitional reign yes, that, after yes. a marathon right. feels really good from a pacing standpoint and sets you up for a nice timing wise. You're looking at probably like rumble to mania of having a, a nice little run there. I, I really, really like that timing and to your point, like what's so fun to me is this is such an internal implosion and the yes. Black Bull Combat Club and Elite story is like both of them have been going on for like three years. There's so much yeah. Kenny and Hangman <laughs> and their relationship. There's so much with the bloodline and all of those relationships. And like the Elite storyline is going to unfold it like 
Forbidden Door probably and Wembley and like all these other crazy events and WWE's is going to excel in its vacuum and SummerSlam being like their second biggest effort really and like all of these things. So it's just, it's Guys, cool enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy just like, it. sit back and, and watch it unfold and see what these two companies do with their best storylines operating at their, at their the best. The last way. thing I want to say, Kate, and I'm done for the rest of the night is the <laughs> fact that you got this. Competition reads better television uh ratings everything D don't look at ratings i'm sorry that's wrong you don't look at ratings because we live in a totally different world now television is not what it was in the 90s okay but but competition raises the bar on both ends and what you're seeing right now with wwe is what was missing for 18 long years okay since wcw went off the air everyone okay i lived through it i was a teenager i loved it wrestling was the hottest freaking thing in the planet back then and for 18 years it dropped off so right now i'm feeling like that teenager again watching multiple wrestling shows back in the late 90s mid 90s and and i'm hoping what? everyone is enjoying it because that's what's happening right now i never had that so i get to experience there you it go for the first time i started watching in my 20s mm. so the fact that every night of the week i get to go and watch something that i really like every just night. about uh, is really special. And the fact that I get to talk about it here most nights of the week is also really special to me. Really, really, really fun stuff. Guys, that's our show for today. Happy Pride. Happy weekend. More great wrestling on the horizon. Go watch New Japan Dominion. Yes. Let my pretentious rant earlier pay off. There's some good work going on there. But uh, I will be doing something else tomorrow for this this Dominion show. I'm going to have to catch it late because I will be at Excite Wrestling doing commentary. You can catch me on twitch.tv slash Excite Wrestling with an X, not an E. Up at the Oakdale Mall in Johnson City, New York. You also know where to find me at Miss Kate Fabe on Twitter. You can find me on Fightful Select on Mondays. You can find me on the main channel Tuesday, Thursday, and Fridays. Wednesdays at the Mark Order talking all things All Elite and on Fightful Overbooked with Joel on Sundays doing Kate and Joel call it in the ring. Joel and Kate at eight. I'm all over the place. But Alex, where are you? I'm home right now in North Carolina. Uh, I want to just get I love that um, for you. Thank you. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram, Alexis Cardoza. And through there, you'll find absolutely everything else that I am doing in the world of the intro web. Thank you, everyone who has continued to follow me and supported me. I really love you guys so much. Thank you. And for giving Kate and I so much love, um, yeah. calling us your favorite, you know, show or that it's your friday night go to um yeah thank you that i means appreciate a lot that. that you guys hang out with us this late i'll also say if you keep an eye on my twitter you might see some other content coming from me maybe potentially in the written form well, i'm glad you cleared that up because i don't Twitter do i don't do only fans uh but i <laughs> like <laughs> when you say twitter and all the and and all other content people's content, like, no foot picks coming for me, but uh, I I've been inspired to do some writing lately. So I love uh, that for you so much. Thank you. I don't normally do announcements about announcements, but darn it, if Tony Khan can do one every week, uh, why can't I? So sure. keep an eye out on Monday. I've I've been writing some like wrestling essay esque content. If you like like a Chuck Klosterman type thing, that's the the short form that I've kind of been writing in, but about wrestling. So <laughs> I love that. I chat GPT all of my blogs, so we're good to go. Oh, see, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm too, I'm too, in, like, sincerely I'm kidding, inspired, by the way. man. Let's I'm me like write something too... and be like, this a-hole just freaking went to Chad GPT. 
No, I'm too juiced. Like I, I'm, oh, it's such a great time to be, to be a fan of doing this, but guys, that is our show for tonight. Have a safe and happy weekend. We'll catch you soon. Be well. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.